Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. the wrestling mayhem show episode 802 tuesdays we've been talking about professionalized wrestling i am mike sorg at sorgatron on the twitter here uh your uh uh what were the chip am i the chip of this outfit tonight you are the chip i am the chip of this outfit i watch that show every day after school and i can't remember which one's chip and or dale but i'm very excited for that movie coming out but here is my dale of the group he is a a he he's the only mayhemer with a future endeavor letter from the wwe from beacon new york right down the road from snooki's Whatever this she sells shop, um, it's WrestleMania season, so I have to I have to met, name drop WrestleMania people. So Mad Mike is with us. Yeah. <laughs> so you sword. have the floral Hawaiian shirt situation. I have the uh, Indiana Jones hat. Correct. Yes, I would have worn a Hawaiian shirt, but I got to represent for uh, Sid the Kid on his five. That's right. And and Dutters Dutters missed. But it was a five hundred goal right tonight. Yep. Yes, she missed it to come hang out with us tonight. So, wow. well, not on this show. She, she hung out on the last show and said hi to everybody before she left. But still, but still. Yeah. Um, also with us, he is the Monty of the group. Sure. Ronnie Starks is with us. And God damn it, I love cheese. <laughs> there you go. There <laughs> you oh, go. Uh, you have to do it in Monty's accent. I can't do, I can't do Monty's accent. What was Shit. his accent? I can't remember. It was in the Boy, that chipper. Oh, yeah, chipper. There you go. I, you I love cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, there you go. Put yeah, another cheese on the right. barbie. Uh. Oh, I know what we're doing for Halloween now. Uh, and also, <laughs> our very special guest for tonight, and apparently the gadget of the group this evening, Ronnie Nicole is with us. First time on the Wrestling Mayhem show, and we'll see if she wants to come back after this one. <laughs> Ronnie, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you, guys. Also, Chippendale was the best. I also watched it. And Gummy Bears. I don't know if people remember that show. I fucking love when they drank that juice. And they were bouncing around. That's kind of me when I drink wine. So I'm like, yeah, it still correlates. Uh, you got a great project we're going to be talking about later in the show. Something we've been uh, helping out with over at IndieWrestling.us, the Sunday sessions, our second year doing it. Uh, I can't wait to talk more about that. But obviously, if you're listening on audio, you see we have a problem. We got two Ronnies. We've solved the mic problem, but we have two Ronnies. And then as before, now, Ronnie, you, you've worked a couple of shows with us um, on, on video production, and we had a your new name was too close to Rob, so we changed your name. So we are going to bring that back. Uh, for this evening, Ronnie Starks is going to be Steve. Just going to set the ground rules right now. And I would also like to say, because I forgot my tagline, at the beginning of the show, it's Wednesday. You know what that No, means. it isn't. <laughs> uh, never change, Steve. Never, never change. change, Steve. Never change. Double, double S. Steve Starks. <laughs> Yes, I'm looking for a Steven Stank. 
Steven Stank, is he here? Yep, that's Steven Stank. Jeez. Jeez, this is going to be a blast. And, of course, we'll be doing Mayhem Mania uh, later on in the show, of course, uh, with uh, Chad the Shed will be hopping in for that. We'll see who's also hopping in as well. Um, Chad the Shed, the fat cat of the group. Is he the fat cat of the group? (laughs) (laughs) Literally the only other character that came off the top of my head from Trippy Dow's Rescue. Oh, we, we had one for Riz, too. Riz is... um, um Riz is Zipper. Zipper, yeah. Zipper. yeah. Yeah, Riz is Zipper. Absolutely. 100% Zipper. You know why? Because he has a Z in his name, so does Zipper. <laughs> and he's, is that why we went with it? I just thought he looked like Zipper. And he's small, he's small and mighty. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, obviously, and he can fly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that about Riz. Oh, you've seen him he drive. He can fly. Okay. Uh, anyways, this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please go check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. A lot of uh, great stuff going on over there, uh, including uh, some of the details for the Mayhem Mania and the other shows. Also, you can hit us at that email address. Good times. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. 412-206-WMS0. Tweet us at Mayhem Show. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Give me that again. Give well, me that one more time again. Which, which part? I, the, the... I, I, I thought of a bit. The phone number or the or the email address? The email. The email. The email. Hit us at their email address. Good times mm-hmm. at wrestlingmamshow.com. Oh God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no that, that tune stuck in your head the rest of the night. Yes, there it is. There we go. There we go. Good times at rest. No, I'm I'm still working on at it. Okay. Sometimes good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. You email us and we'll get it on the show there's no email too big no email too small when you have an opinion just call the mayhem hotline say the number sorg two zero six okay all right we've done that bit too long and also (laughs) we have a great wrestling mayhem show facebook group as well as a discord and a reddit the discord of course linked over at wrestlingmayhemshow.com and we're live every tuesday at 9 p.m eastern time on facebook on the youtube page for the mayhem show on the twitch page for sorgatron media and on our twitter and on the indie wrestling.us twitch and youtube uh so however you'd like to get that because you know everybody's maybe not cool with the facebook anymore and whatever is easier for you everybody lives on different platforms these days so we're just making it widespread on the mayhem and i see a lot of really interesting stuff happening on the twitch tonight so a lot of emoticons that i don't know if i understand oh there's some ziggy ones um but <laughs> anyways they were bored while we were uh, uh starting late my bot um also thank you to our patreon supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show our friends at the fan of the show level bo diggity as well as Ed Burke and Team Hammerfist, our friends at the Poppy Club level, Dave Potter and Bobby F. J. Town at the Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy, Cal Turner, and The Riz, and also at the manager level, Bradley and Tina Keys. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show, and uh, details should be coming up soon for the uh, Patreon in the bank. I believe that is going to be happening mid or late March for Mayhem Mania. Stay tuned for details on that and how you can be involved um so let's the big news of today i didn't think this would ever happen to me aew was inseparable from uh uh, cody rhodes like i just felt like he was an integral part of it maybe that's just a presentation but both roads uh cody and brandy are leaving the company um i i i I, there, there was there was statements from from aew statements from them uh, mostly amicable 
Uh, mostly, they were very amicable in their statements, at least. I I don't know. I I you I don't know. I I this 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 is kind of a what what's next to me. I couldn't imagine what else they're doing. AEW's what if? Like K- Cody was so integrated between AEW as a whole, and like how much stuff did he do on Turner Networks because of AEW? <laughs> you know, the big old big show and the and the uh, and the reality show and everything. Like it just seemed like a very um, holistic dug in uh, thing for him. So I, I'm kind of curious. You know, if some of those continue, I don't, I don't know. We get John Cena commercials on Wipeout or whatever during the show, so, um, so I don't think it matters anymore. But, um, but I don't know. What do you guys? I, I, I have a feeling this panel has opinions. Mike, you first. I, I think before we go into our opinions, do we think this is real? You th- <laughs> absolutely. No, I, it, it's, it's, it's a valid question. Yeah. Is it? It could be a work. I don't know. Just honestly, how sanitized those statements were for both of them. Think about statements when people have been released or left companies in the past. Mm -hmm. There's always either been some kind of smattering of something ahead of time, like discontent, locker room issues, creative issues, issues with production, something on the back end, right? Or they're just not cutting it on TV. So it's not financially feasible to keep them around. Brandy and Cody's statements are so clean that it honestly makes me think this is a power struggle behind the scenes Mm. because you can only have one alpha and we all know how Tony Khan views himself. And with (laughs) the company being strongly, as you said, built so much, around the Rhodes family I honestly feel like Tony Khan felt some type of way and there was something that went on behind the scenes and in order for everyone to be clean and to make sure that no one is future you know future endeavored in a sense of their career looks bad or they look bad because remember Cody mentioned his interest in politics oh I didn't I don't know if if y'all remember that a while back he'd already expressed an interest in getting involved in politics so no I'm one with a neck tattoo should ever get involved in politics. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Glenn Jacobs. Just as a general rule, he's no getting, he gets reelected. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I honestly think that they came to some kind of something happened, and it was just like you know what, it's not working. And and Cody and Brandy have built so many things outside of wrestling with mm-hmm. their own brand, with their own opportunities that they're not really going to take a loss. Even if this whole WWE thing is just a rumor, they in no way will take the loss. You know, whereas AEW now, with the releases that they've had, with the whole thing with Swole, with the statements and things Tony has said in the past, they seem kind of messy, at least in, in my eyes, you know? So what originally started as the competitor for WWE is now turning into a competitor for itself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much internal conflict that I do think that they're they're like, mm, we're good. Thank you for the experience. Uh, arigato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it is interesting. And, and this is kind of the statement I say with WWE every time somebody gets let go. This is a company that's great for some people. You know, I think, you know, hey, it's great for Roman. It's great for your Brocks. It's great for, you know, some people uh, even in the mid Carter, you know, seemingly very happy doing whatever that role is. Miz, for instance. Right. 
I mean, AEW is going to be a similar thing. Hey, it didn't work for Brian Cage. There's been a big swallow about that. It's a big swallow, no, no pun intended. Um, you know, it, it, you know. So like, even AEW, as good as it seems on the surface to be for wrestling as whole, and in, and I think it, you know, generally, I think it's a net positive, right, for the wrestling world. Um, it's not going to work for everybody. You know, there's going to be some button heads in the back, and but that many personalities, right? I'm just, I'm really just shocked at this high level. There was something that happened. Right. Um, so I don't know. I'm really interested to see what happens next with them. Does anyone remember what happened with Dixie Carter and Jeff Jarrett? Is this similar? Wait, what, so was it, was it Jeff got, Jeff got bounced after a bit, right? Yeah. Right. So, and, and that was a situation where Jeff originally owned the company, I think went to Panda Energy, Dixie Carter for like the financial help. Cause I think, I think they, mm-hmm. they ran into trouble. Well, that, that's real what, early. That's what, that's what the elite went to Tony Khan for. Yeah. So, okay. so is AEW still being TNA? Because this is the trend. First this you bring in trend. Sting. Uh-huh. First you bring in Sting. <laughs> <laughs> then the guy who started the company mm-hmm. seemingly leaves mm-hmm. with uh, butting heads with the Yo, money mark. I can't wait for Cody's cash for gold plan with whatever yep, promotion he starts. <laughs> No, you know what it's going to be? You know what it's going to be? Roads to the NFT. Roads to the NFT! He's going to have his own NFT of that stupid fucking neck tattoo. He's going (laughs) to sell it to people. You want to own a piece of this neck tattoo? Exactly. No, Cody. I'm telling you. I don't think you should own a piece of that neck tattoo. Give it six months. Yes. Give it six months. And then in about ten years... He's gonna be jobbing to Mojo Raleigh on a GCW show. <laughs> on a GCW show. That's randomly at ballparks that don't draw for some reason. So <laughs> Oh my god. You know, I man, GCW was the weirdest animal because like I know but like I saw the man, man, I like they did like no promotion, which was very impact of them. Um <laughs> It's just like there's so many names on here on this show, but I don't care, you know. So, um, but I, I don't know. Anyways, uh, wait, wait, wait. are you surprised Brandy went with them? No, no, not at all. No, no. Okay. I'll, I'll, I saw someone comment that are they hiring a new chief Brandy officer? Like only people named Brandy are allowed to apply for it. So that's a that's a weird. <laughs> okay. I, well, no, because that's what she always called herself. She called herself the Chief Brandy Officer. Yes, she did. And I'm like, does that mean you're just in control of yourself? Like, <laughs> I get it, but um, it's like an, um, it just means that this American top team bullshit that they've been doing for the past month oh. is even more pointless. Yeah, because they, were, the they were doing stuff with her the last several weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. So and and Cody was just their mid card champion. Yeah, supposedly without contract or going into it. Um. So oh, by the way, super side note: Sammy, stop wearing gold belts. It looks idiotic. Uh a lot of people doing that. A lot of people do. No, well, no. because they're the same. One belt. was an in, one was an interim title. Okay, when you have the interim champion go up against the champion, the interim title goes away. That's the fucking definition of interim. How many? How many weeks ago did he do that? Did he win? Like was a it, month? Like two, 
Yeah. It was okay. a month ago. I don't think he wears it more than a month. Um, I believe. I, gar- I guarantee you, he wears it till he loses it. I was trying to find a statement because I remember there was a mention of um, Amanda Huber, who's been doing the community outreach thing. I was wondering if she was replacing Brandy in that position. So probably. Hmm. And it could have been a decision around. I mean, they did just have their first kid and everything, so it could have been around that as well. Maybe it's just a hey, we need more time. You know, they might be taking just pay, taking projects off their plate for now to to you know be parents, and that's okay too, right? Oh so, yeah, totally yeah. fine. Because I mean, the grind has to be pretty insane for them, and um, especially with him doing Go Big Show too, and everything. absolutely. I mean, and and it's like it's not like you know they've been doing a lot and building a lot. So you know, to take a step back to 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 do family is is absolutely deserved. Um, if that if that's the case, and you know, good for them for being able to do it. So, um, but I don't know. I'm very interested to see that, see if that happens. I, I'm, I'm curious, has there been anything about the Bucks? Because I would imagine that EVP um, collection of people, Kenny, um, would be all under similar term contracts of some sort. No mention of the Bucks at all. Yeah, yeah I haven't. I haven't heard anything about the Bucks, but you also have to remember they probably do their con- contracts based on when they actually come in, and everybody's going to have different terms. Right. So, right. Brandy and Cody were kind of the last of the group to get integrated in terms of like the Bucks were the ones who laid the foundation. And so it was like, oh, this is what's happening. And so then when Brandy and Cody came in, it was like their element was added, but they weren't a part of that base that mm. was necessarily, you know what I mean? Okay. So I, I probably, I honestly think just from the standpoint of office that everybody probably has something different going on. Mm-hmm. And especially with coming in and out in different times, and how the revenue also has changed from the very beginning to where they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the money because coming in at the beginning, it was probably for a reasonable rate or a different rate based on an upstart company. Even though they sold out so quickly, there was not anything forecasted for what the future of the company was going to actually do. Mm-hmm. But then once they were able to split and grow these brands and bring in like a full roster for multiple, you know, different programs, that changes the terms for everyone, including the people who were there at the beginning. So I think probably their contract stuff is different than the Bucks, different from uh, Kenny, you know, just because everybody kind of has their own resume and their own experience and their own timing in terms of what they would have added at that time. Mm hmm. And also, they are definitely in a different position, like you mentioned, right? Um, like, I, I remember even, I think, a Tony Khan interview early on was talking about, like, yeah, we're not expecting to make money for, like, you know, three to five years, right? And, and also, we also have to think about the COVID factor, because, I mean, that's what, you know, Ring of Honor, I think, and I don't know what the revenue looked like, but I thought they were doing well coming out of the COVID, but obviously, they weren't running as many live shows. They were paying everybody through COVID. That messes up your balance sheets no matter what, right? Um, so... You know, nobody's doing a WWE right now, maybe. Um, but uh, but maybe AEW is because I mean they they're between ratings and everything they got to be. I mean, we don't know what the TV deals look like either. Um, so so 
That's very interesting. So there, there was a, some statements, I think, about contracts. I think there's another Tony Khan thing that goes along with this, um, because we are seeing some people kind of being freed from their contracts, coming and going. Um, so which um, this makes a lot of sense because, I mean, there's a lot of people that have been for better or for worse, just kind of hanging out and on dark and not really doing much. So it'll be interesting to see who does come and go, um, you know, but there's a lot of places for them to go. I like plenty of these people. Uh, Danny Limelight went over to MLW and he's doing great stuff over there. Right. Um, you know, uh, um, Brian Cage is going to land somewhere. He's freaking killing it. I see him every three weeks out in Chicago. Uh, if he's not an <laughs> MLW doing Azteca underground stuff, with his gauntlet in a month like <laughs> there's that too but have you seen did you see him uh, uh rap against the acclaimed at uh warrior saturday night that's making the rounds i did not come on but big it has, the, Cage, it, has you see it. In it. it has the acclaimed in it so i probably wouldn't like it. oh man are you like the only person who doesn't like the acclaimed his rhymes are fucking garbage you're fucking garbage <laughs> I am glad. Listen, that show Saturday night, um, I, I got I, it was one of the few times I got a mic feed at, at that promotion, and the mic didn't work except for when the acclaimed had the mic for some reason. And I'm so glad it did. <laughs> like literally, I don't know what they handed. I don't know what was coming from the sound guy that night. We'll figure it out for next show. But like literally, like the acclaimed there did, did their thing. It didn't work the match before. And then, like, they handed it the cage and it didn't work. I'm like, oh, we got the acclaimed good. Okay, I'm happy. So, <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm interested to see what the landscape looks like there. And, I mean, really, anybody that's getting let go from AEW, I think, or, like I say, there's a lot of options today, right? So, everything, everybody's going to be fine. And, and, and by the way, um, everyone who told me that Cody was putting over young stars, no. No? No? You don't, you don't think they did an acceptable job of that? No, he didn't. Okay. Where has Anthony Agogo been? Uh, he just came back. Um, so he was off TV for no, a while. No, no, I'm sorry. To where? I'm sorry. He's not. He's not on TV. Um, he's on Dark. He's on their that, show. No, I don't. Count okay, we're well, not having dark. a YouTube argument with you again. We're not. I, but <laughs> but Sorg, Sorg, the only person really mm-hmm. that Cody put over was Brody who didn't really need it, and Darby, who also didn't really need it. Okay. Okay. What do you want? What do you want him to just go out there with a Lee Moriarty and, and have a, you know, banger match? Which, you know, please. Um, but oh, Yes, also- a banger match and then lose. <laughs> and then lose. Okay. 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 Yes, that's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. That's let, exactly let me, what I want. Uh, let me the- get my... By the way, Chad is in the in the in the Zoom chat and says he's with you on the acclaimed. So. Yeah, they're terrible. Okay, they're good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They're very good wrestlers. I enjoy their wrestling. I never want to hear him fucking rap again. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, the acclaimed. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I use the same beat every single time. Yo, all I do is say. Yo, listen. In the news. Yo, listen. listen. Yo, listen. Steve's got this. Look. All right. I'm. I. Everybody had valid points about Cody Rhodes. Yes. Okay. So bring us I'm home, not, Ronnie. Steve. So I'm not gonna Ronnie be Steve. Complete, I'm not going to be a complete dick about Cody Rhodes. Okay. But uh, Cody was too big for his own britches, hmm. and, and and that that's also a problem because you know I think he was too focused on his own ego to you know understand the whole process of building up the company more than he probably should have. 
but he was trying to get his own shit over. Okay. And that's probably why he left because Tony's like, well, we're not going to let you get your own shit over. Also, so, the crowd's like, booing you and you refuse to go heal. Yeah. So I, he's that just seems like, like a problem. So we can't tolerate this. And then uh, I, again, I, I, you know, what the fuck do I know? I just fucking. AEW signed so many people that Cody booked himself to the mid card. Yeah, that's what happened. And he didn't want to be stuck in the mid card. Well, at least, at least we'll always have Fuego too. Um, <laughs> I like Fuego. Fuego's all right. Wait, did you see Fuego no, and Fuego no, too? No, see, Ronnie doesn't get the joke. Yeah. But, I mean, barely watch the, the business. I don't know. Steve Ron. Hmm. Tell him, Steve. Honestly, I have no valid argument about Katie Rose. I'm just running my mouth for no reason. I can't wait to see him I mean, jobbing to Triple H in two months. That's going to be great, you guys. I, I mean, it's going to be great. Welcome Throne versus Throne. Stardust is coming back, man. Cody, it's, yeah, Stardust versus uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah here yep. we go. We can no, no, not WrestleMania. In uh, Saudi Arabia. In Saudi, oh, yeah. In, in Saudi, yeah, Sam. Saudi Arabia. Austin's going to get them big bucks in Saudi, man. Oh, jeez. Because that's where we all want to go work is Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Elimination Chamber means something different over there. Okay, yeah. moving on. Uh, my, my buddy I work with, was he's like, oh, yeah, Elimination Chamber this weekend. I was like, oh, yeah, I had better things to do with my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I, I will say this. The card. Looks like a fucking banger. It does. Hey, you know what? Also, the, looks the good? card looks really, really of course good. They have to have a banger card so they can get. Never mind. I'm not gonna. They go. <laughs> they go to get that free money from over there. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna. You got the money mm-hmm. for it. You got the money for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Stardust hype in the in the uh, YouTube chat room. By the way, by somebody named Sad. So <laughs> I agree uh, with you, Sad. <laughs> Sad, no, sad, sad, like sad, oh, like, sad. like with dots, like, 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 like oh. frowny face, yes. So, oh, okay. Well, I also agree. So, your, so for all I know, it means sadness. sisters against drunks. I don't know. All right, here we go. Roads uh, to the top versus Miz and Mrs. Let's fucking oh, go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now we're talking. Now we're talking. See? Oh, now Mayhem Mania is going to be interesting. Um, that's what I call a ratings <laughs> war, man. That's right. <laughs> Um, hey, Impact Wrestling's No Surrender looks pretty good, actually. So yeah, it does. A lot, of, a lot of really good Bullet Club versus New Japan versus Impact stuff and versus ROH. It's like, what, what is watch. that? It's like three promotions, like Super Show happening on Saturday, and it's not even a pay-per-view. It's just on their plus. Pay five bucks on YouTube to watch that thing, guys. It's freaking, yeah. like, I'm going to try to download it for the plane home. Uh, so... Um, anyways, uh, Hey, another thing you can check out online. If you want to avoid Saudi mania this weekend, uh, we got a lot of great stuff over at indie wrestling.us just today. We just put up about four hours of new wrestling content that was just filmed this past Saturday. Ronnie's did some of it. So any complaints Sorry. about the filming at rise, you can send to Ronnie Starks at, uh, wrestling Uh, yes. anyways, uh, so <laughs> I would also like to say I was a man of my word. Yes. And I stood in front of Bradley and let him stare at my asshole. Right? There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, I got a note from Bradley. Um, uh, cameraman standing in, in front, front of me all night. I could see over. Good hire was the note that I got from Bradley. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I yes. laughed very hard at that. I yeah. Was like, yeah. Yeah. I'll so, make sure I do it next time. I mean, I don't want to be sizest, but I guess if I need to hire short videographers, this is what we need to do. So Nobody really complained. You know, <laughs> if you want to... If you want the bottom of the barrel, for, for, <laughs> we you know, got you always come to me, Ronnie. Man. Don't call him Steve Starks. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> either way, Tell him despite Steve, that, 
quality <laughs> content. I'm trying to put over the product here, Ronnie. You're not helping. Sorry. <laughs> great, great content at IndieWrestling.us. Despite US. Ronnie's performance Saturday, great content at IndieWrestling.us. Um, go check it out on the network, Rise Wrestling. Um, Rise Wrestling's Keep It Player, featuring one pretty boy smooth, and is fantastic new look by the way um, oh yeah pv looks great mm-hmm. uh, great stuff uh, yeah there. i saw is he dr fate now uh, you, apparently yeah he also comes okay. out to a razor ramon-esque theme song that Ooh. i was using the razor ramon walk to later on that night nice on my way nice yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun stuff there empty young tony johnson uh looked like it was a a, a crazy match um a lot of great stuff matt Con- connor uh, a part of that show uh, our buddy Keith Hot, a part of that show, defending uh, his uh, tag team championship. Our, our friends, the great success in that. Yeah, my match boys as well. won the titles. Yes, my, my kids won the tag titles. I'm They're, so proud of them. Uh, <laughs> the Papa, Papa Starks is proud. <laughs> he is. I even told him that. I was like, Papa's very proud. It's good. That's good. Um, They're like, shut up, Steve. <laughs> and then also, Prospect Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Heartache and Heartbreak was uh, the same night also up on uh, there as well. A lot of great stuff there. Um, 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 the uh, first Anarchy uh, defense, um, really crazy. A lot of tag team action, new tag team champions, the Brotherhood, Mike Bonner and Julian Jay. Uh, these are these are some young kids. Uh, I think they're uh, a, a year or less in the business. Uh, ones to look out for. Had a great match against the Runway. Um, so And a lot of uh, good talent over there. Of course, uh, Jamie Jameson, their champion. Um, um, uh, J- John Roden, uh, our buddies Remy LeVay and, and Gory, and a part of that show as well. A lot of great stuff there. Remy and Gory. You know what's that? <laughs> I love Remy and Gory. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's what you expect a lot of biting, a little bit of mist. There's now a fish hook involved in, in oh, this. A real fish yes. hook? Yes. It's a real fish hook. They, they hooked um, Jamie's mouth last month with it, and he was, ble- he was bleeding from the mouth of it, and then it got a little bit involved this time, too. So, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. So, so yeah. are you saying it's I Know What You Did Part 2? Something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I they, Know What You Did Last wrestling. wrestling Show. Part they, do, they do things wild up there. And um, Also, I've never seen a dart fl- dartboard explode before. The, there was he threw like Corey Fugitive threw darts. It was sitting in the corner. The guy was sitting in the corner with the dartboard on his crotch, and he just threw darts at him, and then kicked it, and then it just exploded in this like like string. I don't know what dartboards are made of, but oh, Corey Futuristic never changed. <laughs> he was also giving candy to people at ringside. I would never take candy from a wrestler at a wrestling show. That no. is some white van shit right there. Yeah, don't do that. For the sweat alone, I wouldn't. The sweat alone. You don't know what's going on in the back with those. You have no idea. You have no idea. Anyways. I feel bad for fans who had to take change from me that I made out of my cleavage because it's a straight up swamp in there after a match. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. Uh, See, that, 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 the value increases. What? (laughs) They, Ronnie, a they, little, a little we we live in an economy where people sell their bath water. I mean, oh, that's fair. That is true. Some girl oh. was selling farts in a jar. I thought about that. <laughs> also didn't she pass like, out? I don't know her life, but she didn't do it right. You got to pace yourself. You know what I'm saying? You got to do ten quality farts a day, <laughs> and you also have to, you know, vary your diet. And then you just can't be sitting there trying to fart, fart, fart because that's air, and you yeah. need that. I, you know? I imagine. I imagine like. The woman who did that is kind of like Link, 
Like you always have to carry a, a couple spare bottles around with you just in case. Right. I mean, no. I have a tiny bottle of hot sauce in my purse as well as assorted other small bottles. So carrying tiny containers around for women is not, you know what I'm saying? You carry hot sauce with you? As you should. I am I out of the loop on this one? I'm sorry. No, everybody should carry their own personal hot sauce. Yes, you don't know whose house you're going to go to, and they don't know what salt or pepper or garlic salt is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to be rude and say anything. I will continue to eat, but I will undercover brother and fucking, you know, hit it with the hot sauce real fast. <laughs> so they know what's happening. Mm, delicious. Thank you so much for dinner. I love how I won't be coming here again, but I am prepared for now. Now, is it, now, I'm just just thinking, now I'm just thinking of that T'Challa on Black Shepherd's chest. Hmm. Okay. Uh, anyways, um, transition. Speaking of Black History Month, uh, uh, Ronnie, we, we, we're doing a great project with you um, um, that, that you've been heading up here. Um, well, oh, no, Sunday man, sessions. No, under, no, you're Steve tonight. You're Steve. Get out of the God way, Steve. Damn it. No, Steve. no. Also, no. Black History like, Month, Ronnie. Really? <laughs> you were confused about which history we were out of the two Ronnies. You thought <laughs> you perhaps were the one. He's like, obviously, he's history. talking to me. Uh, so. <laughs> I, had, I had to jump in. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm also not going to hold you on that. We went into a Black History Month transition after talking about hot sauce. So, I hold <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry about that. No, it wasn't intentional. You got to transition where you can. I'm just looking for any yes, any grain of hope here. Um, <laughs> it's okay. We we haven't been doing this show that long. We still haven't mastered transitions yet. No, no, especially during February. Um, <laughs> we try. We're good intention. I swear. So. Um. Anyways, Sunday sessions. Um, please tell people what it is and why they should be watching it. <laughs> we'll get to some more proper questions. Um, if you also want to uh, see more of Sorg, who is just like he mentioned, this is the second year of doing it. Sunday sessions are real, raw, in-depth conversations, kind of based on the fishbowl um, concept. So. Mm-hmm observing someone else from maybe not your walk of life or your culture or your race, having a conversation about things that you may or may not have an awareness of that affects you or affects them. And it's all by professional wrestlers. As Black wrestlers and wrestlers of color, we often have very different experiences from our white counterparts, you know, when it comes to booking, when it comes to travel, when it comes to safety. You know, I can remember times of going to promotions and towns where I was with white counterparts and they got out of the car because it wasn't safe for me to. And this was in the 2000s. Do you know what I mean? So these types of things that happen to wrestlers of color um, really affect us differently. And a lot of times people don't see that. So when they see a headline or they see someone like Swole speaking out about things that happened with her experience, it's not taken within the concept or in the context of understanding that there's literally a different experience happening and that we as wrestlers of color have a certain set of rules that we have to play by or abide by that aren't inherently written down. And these are all things that are racially coded, which we know is woven, unfortunately, into the history of our nation. And so 
all of these things, it's literally a situation where life and art are imitating each other. And within wrestling, Sunday Sessions draws attention to these conversations so people can understand what it's like to be a wrestler for one, but to be a wrestler of color and to understand that not every time that you see a wrestler, that's the the first time they've been doing this, you know, because mm-hmm. of the opportunity funnel that sometimes get applied gets applied to wrestlers of color, you know, after sometimes there is a a challenge to even get a look, whereas a less experienced wrestler who is white will get more opportunities or get just a a, a glance based on those inherent biases that we all have to wrestle with, but may not realize come into the booking process and to this creative process, you know, wrestling is art and it's something that should reflect and represent what everyone looks like and, and actually is in the world. And so Sunday sessions draws attention to wrestlers who are out here doing it, creating magic and who are also having unique experiences that they are willing to share uh, with with the world in the hopes that not only fans, but even the lay person who may not be a wrestling fan understands the difference and dynamics between how we as people have to operate and move day to day and even within our art and understand how much is given and and how we are so that it brings us closer together because we're not so different, even if we have to operate differently. And Sunday Session seeks to do that. And this year, we've upped the ante. We've got some new guests and returning guests. Uh, We've included a game element. There's more amazing Black wrestling history. And so I encourage everyone to check out all of the awesome content on IndieWrestling.us, but especially Sunday Sessions. And you can also find it on my YouTube page um, at Ronnie Nicole. And I think this upcoming episode is actually Sway Archer, or this past uh, Sunday mm-hmm. was Sway Archer and Eel O'Neill. And we were talking about, you know, the culture and how sometimes, you know, cultural appropriation gets you further in wrestling is a person who is not of color than if you are a person of color actually authentically being yourself, which is, you know, weird if you think about it. So we definitely had an amazing conversation um, and there are definitely more to come. The very last episode will be a double premiere because it's a two-parter. We ran out of time, so we'll be doing the second part live. And that episode features all of my veterans and a lot of very opinionated people, Barrington Hughes, uh, Ali Steele, uh, Will Huckabee. Am I missing anyone, Sorg? I think there's one more person. Who am I missing? Is that an O'Shea on that episode too? No, O'Shea and Trevor Aon were together. Okay. There's someone I'm missing, but it's going to be a lit episode. But we've got, yeah, we had Ron Hunt and uh, Theo Ivory. Like I said, Sway Archer and Eel O'Neill. We've got Olivia Devine and um, DM Kiddo upcoming. Uh, We've just so many amazing, talented wrestlers. And I intentionally pick wrestlers of color from various points in their career, especially veterans, because I don't think people realize how quickly wrestling has changed within just the past 10 years alone and how much the climate in terms of booking and how you do the art itself 
the storytelling, everything. It's just, it's a whole new world, you know? And so definitely wanted to pull from everybody's ranges of experiences on either side of my own um, to show how things are, even as a wrestler of color, how the progression changes. So that's Sunday Sessions. Please tune in because again, it's not just conversations for Black people. It's conversations for everyone to understand, to bridge the gap and to reach across the aisle and to just say, hey, I, I see you. I recognize your struggle. I recognize your journey. I'm here to support you in whatever way that I can be a true ally to you. And that is what I hope comes out of Sunday sessions, at least for volume two. So. Absolutely. I, I mean, especially after, you know, as we know, you know, uh, you know, a couple summers ago, you know, everything that went on, you know, a lot of us kind of looked at, you know, the situation and saying, okay, what can I do? And one thing I learned is just, uh, 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 you know, the, the, the line of like, shut up and listen, was the biggest thing. And this is, I, I'm really glad that you're, you came to me with this project because this isn't something that I feel like I can, uh, uh, uh interview on, try to draw out. Cause I'm going to ask, you know, the stupid white guy, well, we, our friend, you jag off. They actually had a, they actually had a great panel about this where they're just like, Hey, we're going to ask stupid questions because of our background, you know, help us through this, you know, like what are the real questions that we should be asking about this? And he did it with, um, you know, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and a lot of people uh, around the Pittsburgh area like this. Um, so so I'm really glad that at least we were able to help with the platform to have these conversations. And again, if you're just like, what can I do about this? How can I help in this with, you know, with everything? Like, I think this is it. Just listen, you know, realize like some of the stories that I heard from some of your like you and, and some of your guests were just like, like wait, this is, this is happening. Like this still happens in, in, in places, you know, aren't we, and you keep casting that question. I think a lot of us did a, a, a bit ago, aren't we past this? You know, like, you know, like people say, Oh, racism solved. No, you know, this kind of is like, no, this is what's going on from the people that are experiencing it. Right. Yes. And it's definitely, you know, <laughs> it's, I think my, the starkest realization for me was when I was assaulted by Ian Rotten. A grown man punched me in the face, slammed my head into concrete, and the police were accusing me of assaulting him and would not take my statement and would not speak with me because in me defending myself against him, I was the looked at as the aggressor. And I realized that this is the reality, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that there is such this divide of I'm taking someone's word against someone else because of the color of their skin. When evidence is there, when things are clearly there, you know, when these stories are shared, no one is sharing these things to make up things or make people look bad or, you know, to, to lie. And like, it's, this is literally has, is happening and has been happening. And, I think when we turn that blind eye or we aren't comfortable with having those conversations about how uncomfortable it is, we also have to realize it's fucking uncomfortable when you go through it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's fucking uncomfortable to walk into a locker room in Alabama as a woman of color, as an Afro-Latina with Confederate flags all around me and people shouting the N-word at me as I'm walking to the ring. Mm -hmm. That's not a fucking work for me. That's my life. That's me as my identity that's being attacked, even though I'm a performer 
and I'm portraying a character. But at the end of the day, when I go home, I'm still a person who is affected by these things were said to me. And that's the same experience that a lot of wrestlers of color have when they don't act a certain way, when they don't, you know, get into these new money mark clicks that have started to pop up, when when the game isn't played essentially, when you are just trying to exist and be who you are, that grace isn't given. But with our white counterparts, it is. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's a really, really hard situation, you know, to be in, especially because the one thing I've always said, Sorg, is I just want to fucking wrestle. Like, I just want to go out there and tell stories and have a good time and have a good match and see little brown girls' faces light up because they see me the same way that I lit up when I saw Aja Kong and Amazing Kong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. For that to me is, (laughs) sorry, feelings, (laughs) but like that to me is what makes this worth it because I didn't see that coming up. It wasn't until I got a grainy ass VHS tape of Kong and Manami Toyota. And I was like, she's Japanese and she's black and she's doing this and she's a big person. Like, and and to not even go into when I was coming up, the fat phobia was mm-hmm. super real, mm-hmm. you know? So even imagining as a plus size kid that I had the opportunity to do something like this. And that's still something that's slow to change. We are still a society that body shames the shit out of people, which is disgusting. But like seeing someone who even remotely gave me the inkling that I could do this that there was an opportunity for me somewhere, even if it included going all the way to Japan, which is what I ended up having to do. But that is, it was so impactful that that's really the driving force for me in terms of people understanding what equity and diversity and inclusion really means. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean just booking black wrestlers or LGBTQ wrestlers in the months that it's appropriate. It's booking them as a part of your roster because that's your audience because that's who's going to actually see them and because that's what's actually real. And even if you are in some place in Alabama, you don't know what black or brown kid is seeing and coming to your event and wanting to see themselves and wanting to see representation and wanting to have a story told from their perspective, because all of our perspectives make up the fabric of wrestling. You know, we all remember amazing matches and things from the past, but it's from the lens that we saw it through, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we each remember it a little bit differently in our own way, but if there aren't those stories told that are real, that represent what's happening, then how, how can we be authentic to the art, in my opinion? And so Sunday Sessions wants to highlight and uplift wrestlers of colors and those stories to encourage promoters and fans, because, you know, promoters listen to the fans to advocate for seeing the things that really happen and that really could create an even more incredible story than you've seen, you know, previously. Definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, I thought it was fascinating because you you mentioned Japan and and I thought it was, um, you you did some comparisons. I can't remember which episode it was um, about like how, you know, what you experienced here in America and then going to Japan and how like that lens just everybody looking at you was a whole different lens too. Yeah. 
like and and I still say to this day I was my more myself in Japan than I was I am here because I didn't have to worry about being Afro-Latina or being yeah. black there. Yeah. You know, no, I had to confront racism and gently correct, mm-hmm. but it wasn't in a sense of I was confronting it because I'm someone is literally a white supremacist and they want to lynch me because that's mm-hmm. a very real thing. It, 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 it was, was just a, a, a cultural they didn't know. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's like, you know, they see stuff on TV and that's always not great characterizations of the West. You right, know? Right, so, right, 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 right you know, they see the stereotypes they assume or like little kids will come up and do this and like, are you brown? Because that's like paint or, you know, like (laughs) it was (laughs) trying to figure it out or they would pull my hair like, oh, your hair is so much different. Like there's so much texture. You know, like it was that. And in a way here in the States, that's a different objectification than it, it, it was there. Because it was from a genuine place of I'm curious about you because I was in Tonomachi. It was like all straight old Japanese people. They had not <laughs> seen a plus size at the time. I had like a giant fro. Mm-hmm. I was hopping around. Like when I have my headphones on, I'm bopping and like rapping down the street. Like, you know, I'm wearing crazy colors. I'm they had never seen anyone like me. So I'm sure it was what's happening, <laughs> you know, in, in just the way that if we saw someone who was nine feet tall walking down the street like what okay something's happening here like it was more of that versus feeling very othered here in the states and in japan it's you're a wrestler and that's sugoi like that's the best you being a wrestler is what you are whereas who you are in terms of your race and that kind of thing plays a secondary role because wrestling is so respected there you know, it's so interwoven into the culture, into the history. It's so recognized. Wrestlers advertising convenies. You see it on, you know, on the train in buses, like everywhere there's wrestling. I remember walking into a conveni and I honestly thought it was Tanahashi <laughs> <laughs> because it was a cutout. <laughs> it was not. It was not. And I was like doing like, I saw the cutout like before I walked in and I was like doing this whole deal like, and i came in and it was cardboard and i felt very dumb uh something similar happened with okada except it was a gentleman who looked like him uh and i was very excited and i rushed up to him speaking broken japanglish uh and it was not uh, a great conversation. He backed away from me very quickly and almost knocked over a display case because I was very enthusiastic uh, in my pursuit. Well, but... I, I tell you, you know, you're you're talking to the guy who interviewed a guy who thought was Candy Kingston at a Chikara show and realizing it was just a fan that dressed and looked a lot like Eddie Kingston, and he didn't tell me until after the interview. So. <laughs> <laughs> This is like 2009. I really didn't know yet. So. That's not on you, Sorg. That was not. I had other people with me, too, that also thought he was Eddie Kingston. So, like, he got, like, our whole group. Uh, so, but, um, yeah, yeah. Early yeah. early indie travels for us. Oh, the early lessons are the best. Yes. You know, like, don't book yourself on a 24-hour drive when you don't actually have 24 hours to drive it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I'm learning sure those. I'm learning those now, actually. <laughs> With my so kids. I never, I never, because when you're young in the business, it's go get it. 
Yeah. You yeah. know, get after it. Just get out on the road. Uh, don't worry about like your friends or family. They'll be fine. You just get, <laughs> you, just get on, you get on the road and you ride it. That's right. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll see you when they see you. So like I was, I can't going, tell you how many birthday parties and how many weddings and mm-hmm. all that stuff that I've missed over the years. Mm-hmm. Right. And also like, like I remember uh, Shima walking wild. I think he, he was notorious for, uh, uh, or maybe the one that was tagging along with facade. Uh, but I remember classically, like he had a gig, like something from like Tennessee to Indiana or, or Illinois or something like that. And forgot about time zones completely and like ended up like oh no we're actually like we thought it was three hours but it's actually six hours kind of thing so (laughs) like those kinds of things like those are dude we had a show we had a show last month in south bend indiana so that is like you go to chicago like how half the people were taking flights into chicago and then driving over the timeline in the south bend and they're like what freaking time is it right now (laughs) so yeah oh absolutely i i literally and I thought it was, you know, what you did. Mm-hmm. I went from North Carolina to Georgia to Mississippi, back to Georgia to Massachusetts to North Carolina in three days. Jesus. And I did not account for the time change mm-hmm. when you got to Mississippi. So when the promoter disappears for an hour and 45 minutes with the money, mm-hmm. Right. You've mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, you know, we've got to hop it on the road because we've got to get to this next show, mm-hmm. not calculating that we're really, really behind because we're literally in a different time zone. It was <laughs> Sorg. I the stupidest. They wanted me to wrestle this drunk lady. <laughs> Somebody was like trying to kidnap me and I was like, wait, am I about to be kidnapped? And then I was like, oh, this is what this is like. No, wait. Like it was a whole, the early years are the best, but they're also the worst because you just don't know. Well, it's like any profession, that's where you make all your mistakes. So you don't later. And you got some great stories to tell on a podcast uh, some decades later, right? (laughs) Yeah. And it was sort of, I was so mad because she tried to play it off. Like she was um, having a diabetes and a heart issue. And the people that she rode with, I'm not going to put them out there, but they were like drinkers. Like they're known to drink and wrestle drug. And that's just them. Okay. And they were like mad in the locker room because she had drank half their bottle of vodka in the back seat on the low. And so when she showed up and she was blitzed, but then was trying to like play it off that she was having like issues with her blood sugar and issues with her heart, but they had already complained about her ass drinking their pocket in the back seat. I'm just like, um, so you know, I'm not comfortable wrestling her if it is a heart condition. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't want to be responsible for her heart to give out inside, though. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? Mm -hmm. Are you guys for real? Like, you want me to wrestle this old drunk bitch? And I'm not like, (laughs) sorry, like, I didn't mean that. But just what? You are blitzed, lady. And you're like in your 50s. This isn't okay. Like, if anything, I'm 35. I have to like fast for three days before matches now and do yoga every single day if I'm working up to a match. Okay, shit changes. So I'm not going to be 
getting, you know, shit-faced before a match when I know I'm also older than the person I'm wrestling. Things have to be precise. You know what I mean? Don't come with that. Mm-hmm. And you know who I did wrestle Sorg? The promoter's daughter. And guess how long she'd been training? Hmm. Four weeks. <laughs> And she wrestled in her color guard uniform because oh, she was still in high school and she had no wrestling gear. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, you see why I love Japan and being out of the country? Okay. <laughs> I can't take it over here. I can't. The stories. So one girl, she fell out of the ring into a hole in the ground. What? <laughs> what? Okay. I'm in a thrift store. The show. <laughs> Shows in a thrift store in West Virginia, and I didn't know where the venue was because it was, you know, a main street with mm-hmm. a bunch of little shops, mm-hmm. and it was an abandoned thrift store that they mm-hmm. were able to somehow rent out. And there was a okay. about a, a I, I, I thought it was store. a running thrift store. Oh no, it was. There were some old mannequins in the corner. There was no running water mm. and they had mm. strung up electricity from the building next door mm. with those workshop lights oh, so that boy. we were oh, we were lit okay <laughs> and there was oh, a three foot by two foot hole in the floor for some reason i don't know if that went to narnia or the uh, upside down <laughs> but, uh, instead of putting the ring over the hole they put it halfway over the hole. Oh, no. So when I kicked her out of the ring, she fell into the hole. Mm-hmm. And because she was a plus-size girl, she got stuck like a Winnie the Pooh with her <laughs> arms and her legs sticking out. And so, I'm in the ring. Like, so did you win by count out? No. <laughs> they got her out. They stopped the match to get her out. Oh, Wait, my God. Was there, was there legs that were dangling out? No. Like, it, she... Her butt and her back were in the hole, so she was like a small dog that had like fallen and was just <laughs> and was wedged oh because God. the ring was covering part of the hole, but her body was, you know, so she yeah. literally couldn't. Yeah. You no. know, I want somebody oh, out there to illustrate this. I so have bad. so many questions about this. Now, when when you discovered she was stuck, did did you like work her with some stops? This was a triple threat. So I oh, went. Okay. So you had somebody okay. else to work with. While okay, I okay. I did. She was also out of the ring, so I had to <laughs> wait, go wait, 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 in a different hole. This, no, wait. In a, a different side. I gotta no, see if I'm falling along. So the girl that was stuck in the hole—that was the right. 14-year-old in the color guard uniform. No, this no. was a different situation. Oh, this okay. I'm sorry. Virginia. I'm meshing them in my head. It's like right. <laughs> so first story was in Mississippi. That was a Mississippi story. Okay. Yes, that Rift was shop is West West Virginia. Whole different thing. Right. Okay. West Virginia in the in the thrift store where the girl I was wrestling when I initially met her, she was a photographer, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I met her again, and she had become a wrestler. Oh, I know one. Of, I know one of those guys. <laughs> Sorg, I was so confused because mm-hmm. it had only been about, you know, four to six months and I trained for about a full year, you know, so I mean, I'm not, um, I was just, 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 just to respond to Dave in the chat room, uh, asking about West Virginia safety codes. Um, there are none. There right. are none. It, it, uh, there, there is no there are safety none. codes. In West Virginia. We've talked about one of those buildings a few weeks ago. Oh boy. No, no. <laughs> They don't have that. Why would they have that? No. Got, 
All I'm saying is if if I survived being in black mold for all the years I was in a certain place, I'm pretty sure I can survive a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've done pretty well so far. Uh, yeah. I'm, st so, I'm still I'm still imagining one third of a triple threat match getting stuck in a hole. And having like, to be lifted out like, by some old rednecks. Mm -hmm. Come on, girl. Did they call it a triple thrift match? Because they really should have. Mm. Oh, they should have. Okay, we have to do this match though. Or a thriftle threat match. No, a triple thrift. Thriftle match. threat. <laughs> and it has to be you know how at some thrift stores they have like those uh those bins? The mm -hmm. blue yeah. bins that you go diving in, you have cert you have them like a couple of them like at each corner. And so you have to go uh, and like get an item out of the thrift. Yes. Yes. I love this. Like the, like the this. Booker T box on a pool match or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Ch 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 Chad, you're... <laughs> Chad is in here, and he's dropping stuff in the chat room. Music down note hole. down in the hole. <laughs> Chad, is, Chad is just waiting to, to start Mayhem Mania. He's just like... What? Yeah, Chad, we're Chad is in the hole. Waiting for us to waiting for us to pull him out. Waiting for us our redneck asses to pull his ass out. <laughs> so we can get this triple thread on. He says I'm he's shirt cocky. He oh, says he's I prepping. lost that match still, by the way. What's that? I still lost that match. You still lost the match. Wait, you didn't lose to the whole woman, did you? No. Uh yes, actually. Oh, oh my no. god. Oh, That's why no. they had to get her out. She's the winner. So, oh wow. It was uh I'm glad they know, were not... I'm glad they no, were no. Really, really concerned I... about continuity of story during did this match. Did she start <laughs> calling herself the whole damn show because she <laughs> mm. Mm. actually her gimmick was a bit of a juggalo situation. A you juggalo have my you Harley have my Quinn. attention. Yeah, she's a juggle <laughs> hole. A juggalo Harley Quinn. Okay. Oh, no. So. Okay. Oh, she needs to call herself Holy Quinn. <laughs> the mighty well, Quinn. She's watching like... this, girl. Take these notes down, and I wish yeah, you the I, best. I'm giving away a dozen yet, dollar but... ideas for free. That's right. <laughs> We're going to get you over, kid. It'll be fine. Maybe I've seen her at JCW. <laughs> I don't. I don't honestly I know. She was a West Virginia mainstay, sword, oh, yeah. so you you may run into her and her tag partner. Um, oh, there's a team. Know, there's a oh, team. Okay. You know, he's cracked many a few ribs. He actually concussed a few uh, good brothers of mine. Oh no! Back in the day. Oh yeah. Hey, he's now I, now I just googled her. Juggalo Harley Quinn wrestling. Well, I mean, I don't know. You're gonna find a lot of options there. I mean, right, yeah, let's be honest options. about this. I mean, I mean, Raylan's gonna pop up for one thing. She did that for a bit. Um, so, oh my god, I totally forgot. Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, because remember it was at well, they do that. Uh, there's that con out in Ohio where they all it's all cosplay wrestling, and yeah. like like she goes out, Noir goes out there. Um, and also, I mean, if you haven't seen like, by the way, Noir's doing some awesome. Like he's always been awesome on TikTok with his Mandalorian gear and stuff, but he's got like some mm -hmm. really cool stuff coming up. I saw pop up the other day, so but just get Panda Numis if you want to check that out on TikTok uh, for your uh, what did we call <laughs> what did we call it? for the uh, swole Mandalorian picks? I think we talked about before, but uh, <laughs> so that 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 guy's got me buying Mandalorian stuff now. Does he? <laughs> like he is literally trying to talk me into making armor. 
We got to get him back. We got to get him back at catch up. Yeah. I like I don't even want to talk about wrestling. He's back in wrestling by the way. I don't know if we talked about that. Yeah, he's been, we've been on when he came back. Um oh. but uh, uh we are just going to have him back on to talk about like like Boba Fett and Mandalorian and stuff and ask how the Sir, TikToks we'll bring go. him back on May the 4th. May the 4th, yes! Is that on a Tuesday this year? <laughs> it's on uh, Wednesday, so we'll bring ah, close enough. Uh, close enough. We'll bring so back on May the on 3rd. Thursday. We will bring all the biggest Star Wars geek wrestlers on May the 4th week. May the 4th That's what we'll you. do. That's what we'll do. Roddy, are you coming back for that one? I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not the I'm other I'm not a full-on Star Wars geek, so I don't, you know, I'm not going to desecrate that space okay. because I, I'm... I don't know if you saw when in Parks and Rec when Leslie gave Ben a thr- the Game of Thrones throne as a gift and she was pretending to be a Star Wars person and he was like, "Listen, if you're not going to get the continuity right, like don't even pretend." <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to be that person. You know, I know about Star Wars somewhat. I love fucking Grogu. I enjoyed Mandalorian. <laughs> I enjoyed when him and Boba Fett were fucking taking shit down. You know, but I don't know all the, the, the lore and the stories. Um, and so I don't want to be that person who's like, okay, so what's happening now? Okay, so what do you, okay. And no, you, you, you don't, you don't need that social media heat. Right. I don't, <laughs> no, you're right. Because the, the fandom is strong. Yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah the, the, the biggest Doctor enemies Who? of Star Wars fans are Star Wars. Star Wars fans. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you got any problem, just remember to say, hey, Star Wars fans, live long and prosper. I know. Mm-hmm. You'll start a war. Yes. <laughs> I don't. Right. That's not right. No, and no, then no. hop away in your target. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, listen, I know. I just caught it. And I was like, wait a minute. That's the, that's the other one. No, I don't. <laughs> sort. I know enough about that. Okay. I'm yes, not going to. Yes. The trek in the war. I know yeah. not to, to do you that. You don't cross don't, the trek with the war. Right. Don't, don't cross don't, the stream. never cross the stream. No. Now, my question is, is this live long and prosper or is it Vader time? Yeah, I'm this like, one, Ooh. I take it as Vader time, honestly, because mm-hmm. I do a Vader bomb. So um, <laughs> I, I think of it as Darth Vader time, all right? Yeah. Oh. There we go. If we're going to talk about it, I love I love Darth Vader. I feel like Vader was very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I feel like, honestly, Anakin's problems were because of Yoda. Let's just be honest. Oh. oh. And because now Grogu's problems are because of, are because of Luke. It all comes full circle. Yeah, it's this is a problem for me also because I'm like Yoda, you all wise, you had the force, you out here, you know, leading. You got to lead, man. You got to do decision making that's gonna help people, and you can't tell people to cut off their emotions. That's how you get Dexter. You know what I'm saying? Look what you did. But you see, we get. You really have to kind of blame Obi Wan because Obi Wan was wise enough. Keep his affairs on the low. <laughs> he, 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 like, you know, some Duchess Satine stuff. He had it going on. Listen, I just I recently mean, found out about this Satine business, and I was oh. like, okay, <laughs> Obi Wan, let me. Okay, <laughs> let me tell what you got popping out here. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like I yeah. said, I'm not in in the lore, but if y'all that's, want to go fine. supernatural or Doctor Who, are we out here, girl? Okay? We can talk about supernatural. Um, yes, we can so talk about Doctor Who also. You, 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 know, you know, we, we can talk about you Dr. know, Ronnie. All you, all you want. I got my Lego TARDIS here. I got fucking screwdrivers in my drawer. I, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to see it, but I have. Oh, like, yes. What? Yeah. Oh. What is that? Wow, that thing's smaller on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
that's is really that a cool. what is it a blanket or do you just have like no, a, a full actual full on wall like it's a thing uh it's a thin sheet of cardboard that I actually built and painted to look like a TARDIS. I love that's it. really cool. I Every love it. I all right, all right. Yeah. I got um, it. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie. Just so you know, there is a a Doctor Who restaurant a block from my house. Yes, there is. We're talking yeah. about. It, it, it's called the Pandora. <laughs> Someone's yeah. right going to Pandora. Right just look right now. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. The, the hold bathroom on. is a TARDIS. I got to. I, hold on. I got more for you. Uh, so you know, there's a supernatural convention that happens in Pittsburgh. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. This is why I get mad at you because you don't tell me shit. I didn't okay? know about this connection. Since I met you, you. What? Are you kidding me? We I... have to come up for it so we can go. <laughs> it just got I'm delayed kidding. until August. I, I let my, because my sister's, my sister's the one that got me in the Supernatural and I watched the first nine seasons and I need to go back. Um, So I let her know. And then, but, but it just got delayed. It's, I think it's at the convention center here in town because I think it used it to be is. on Johnstown previously. Um, So just letting you know. We'll find you some bookings around it in 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 in, in August. And this has to happen. <laughs> is uh, is Jensen going to be there? Did they say? Uh, what's that? Is Jensen Eccles going to be there? Is I, I don't... Jensen? Excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> I had to do the hair thing again. Here we go. Is... Here we go. Here we go. You're, you're you're Jared, aren't you? Is no 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 no. Okay. All <laughs> respect to Jared Padalecki. I love Sam. Okay, he is honestly in real life. I probably am more Sam than I am Dean, but I'm a Dean girl through and through, baby. Okay, give me that emotional baggage. Okay, give me those daddy issues. Okay, give me that conflicted stare, that tortured soul, that fucking jacket from season one that did not fit, but he fucking rocked it. Okay. Give me all of it. Are you kidding me, son? <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, I'm, I'm making a note here. Um, <laughs> I just, my whole it, blood pressure. I just. Now, is it bad that I'm going to buy a My Bloody Valentine action figure and make Dean sign it? No, that's not bad because the only reason I saw that terrible ass movie was because, <laughs> was because was of Dean. It. Yes, yeah. I will see anything Jensen or Jerry do, even if it's trash. Okay, because I love them that much. Listen, Dad's been missing. Dad's went on a hunting trip. We haven't heard from him. Are you kidding me? Sam is at Stanford University. People, let's talk about it. Okay, Jessica, ceiling burned. I, I, yellow eyed demon. So Are you kidding me? <laughs> Sam, step up. <laughs> Dean God damn it, Sammy. I, are you kidding me? And then Dean trying to act like he was not scared for his soul to be taken from him. And he went through that whole year trying to be a badass. And then when they're singing Dead or Alive in the car, Dead or Alive. <laughs> and then you see, you see Dean's face because he realizes he soon will be dead and not alive. Mm, I, go to hell. Castiel? DCL? Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm here for the fan fiction. Um, Sometimes it gets a bit erotic. I don't mind. So, but so, I, so, so details. And so you know this is real. Uh, here's the website. It's mementocon.com. I believe it's from the fa- folks that brought you Sci-Fi Valley Con over in Johnstown, PA. 
uh, or Altoona apparently is happening this year. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's for real. There you go. Um, like I said, I think they just got moved to August. Uh, um, um, Ronnie, I, I do have a quick question because I know Sword wants to throw the throw the break, but I have a quick question before we do. Want to and desire because this is way too much fun. Okay, yeah, I, I know what you. Um, what is your doctor companion? My favorite doctor companion combination. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Amy and Rory. Oh, okay. Okay. Wasn't yes. expecting that. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Clara. I love Clara's story. The idea that she was literally the impossible girl, mm -hmm. you know, the world mm -hmm. throughout time. Like, I love that whole concept. She was sassy. She was always like, um, no, that's not what's about to happen. I love that. Rose to me was in her way like that, but I also felt like Rose was like, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, like, Rose, okay. Okay. you're a companion. <laughs> There's going to be companion stuff. Don't whine. But I feel like just with Matt Smith's doctor and Karen Gillum, like that dynamic and that, that especially acting wise, they have a really good chemistry, but just with, from her being that little girl meeting him and waiting her life for him to come back and take her on the TARDIS like but she actually didn't wait for him in a romantic way it was just like I know this person is going to take me on a great adventure and one day I'm going to have that I just got to hang on she found her love you know Rory waited for her for 2,000 years yes that motherfucker loved her okay yes and then when she he was like I doubted you because you were always with him and she was like it's always been you and then she turned around and then okay mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. I I couldn't walk in Central Park for six months after that episode oh my god Good I couldn't to this day I haven't watched it all the way through directly I've listened to it I watched it through the first time and I can't watch it through again because that just, and because you saw how connected the three of them were, he needed them. He, that iteration of the doctor suppressed his rage in a way that tenants iteration did not. And so he <laughs> needed them to keep him like cool. Cause there were moments where he amped out and I was like, mm -hmm. what's that? Oh, on oncoming storm. <laughs> oh my god yep yo so you know like are we going back to war doc like what are we doing what's happening right now well so, I, I i'm a ten and rose guy so i'm so, a ten and rose guy so i mean you know yes but the, i yeah. amy and rory absolutely hands down my two favorite companions their dynamic the trio of them the day of the doctor oh my god don't get me actually my phone <laughs> my phone is named river song um, so when you search for it on like Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, it's River Song because I love River. Like, are you kidding me? Such a badass. Did, did you see the the wedding of the River wedding Song? of River Song? Oh my god! Listen, <laughs> the fact that they live their like they live their lives in like you know like we're crossing streams. Like I'm going backwards, you're going forwards, and it's just like. But everywhere I encounter you, you're my person. And she was the only one to get under the doctor's skin like that. <laughs> she was the only one to ever challenge him in the heart way. 
And that to me was like, whoa. Because, you know, you really didn't see that. I just, listen, guys, I know this is a wrestling show and not a Doctor Who oh, show. No, no, so this is, no, this is about where we end up, actually, most of the time. <laughs> so you're not, you're, you're, you, you, you. I mean, we could know. talk about this or we could talk about the terrible optics of the, the Elimination Chamber. Yes, I'd much exactly. rather talk let's, about let's that. Talk about yeah, that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> listen, either way, this is a show. Voltaire. I'd much rather talk about Voltaire. This is a show that starts with the pretense of being a wrestling podcast, and either way, we have fun around wrestling. Sometimes that goes into Chip and Dale, and sometimes that talks into Doctor Who. I don't care. As long as we're having fun. With Dave Batista, who is a wrestler. Oh, and there we go. So, yes. Love her as Nebula, by the way. Mm -hmm. So far, especially Mm -hmm. when she fucking finally bites the thing, and she's like, it's not right. Bitch, they've been telling you it's not right the whole time. Like, don't. <laughs> she was so good. God, I love, honestly, I love seeing wrestlers crossover. I don't, well, there were a couple of things that the Miz did, no offense, that I just didn't like. But like Peacemaker, I'm loving Cena in that. Yes. Peacemaker. Yes. Yeah, Peacemaker is so good. So good. Eagly, guys. <laughs> really? Eagly's Ronnie, shit. Ronnie, I'm really glad you got to taste it. <laughs> I what I would have what I would give for number thirty at the Rumble this year to be Peacemaker. Yeah, I would have I would have given yeah. anything. Yeah. Like like it's not John Cena. It's very clearly not John Cena. He he's wearing the helmet. He comes out. Do do you really want to? Do you really want to taste it? He does the dance down the aisle. Everyone's confused. Yep, and then yep. he walks in the ring and immediately gets thrown out. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. That's yep. all I fucking want. Yep. And I would love yep. that, dude. Uh, yep, great. Right. Jeez. On that note, we have some business to get to. Thank you so much, Ronnie, uh, 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 Nicole, not the other one. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Sunday sessions, yeah, not Steve. Every Sunday here in uh, in February, and also please check out the the first the first. Uh, 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 or five episodes we did uh, from last year. Also, still in the YouTube, still in the podcast feed for Indie Mayhem Show or the Super Feed for Wrestling Mayhem Show, uh, and at WrestlingMayhemShow dot com. So, um, however you take in our content, <laughs> so uh, so we are and also featured because um, you're going to see a commercial in a second for uh, our friends at Grind City. Uh, we've actually been including uh, parts of those interviews in several episodes over there, um, which are those are also re- been replaying on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, so you can check out Grind City over on the Roku app on the grindcity.biz. And I believe they also have an Android app as well, which I think is also like for your phones and for your TV, if you have an Android TV, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know. Android gets funky. So um but with that i want to give a shout out to our good friends here uh down the street at slice on broadway new york says new york city style yins are made um i um of course i was uh <clears throat> my uh my my now monthly trip to warrior happened to be in chicago this month and i got a big one of those big stuffed pizzas it was the densest thing and it was it was an experience and it was very chicago but man did i love being able to come back here to pittsburgh and get my my uh, weekly pie here with uh, Slice on Broadway for the studio. Uh, so thank you to those guys supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. And I know a lot of you are not here in the Pittsburgh area, um, but wherever you may be, please just like we uh, like you uh, to support your uh, uh, independent local wrestling. I want you to in- 
to support your local independent pizza chain as well. They're good ones, not the crap ones. They're good ones. Um, if they deserve it, make sure you're giving them their money and not the Pizza Hut or Domino's or some crap like that. Uh, so definitely go 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 do that. But if you're here in Pittsburgh, if you're visiting, Ronnie, next time you come by, we're gonna have to get you a slice. They can, they're all over the place now. So, um, but uh, thank you them for supporting the show. All right, we'll be right back after a few messages, getting everything set up. And some feelings are getting hurt on Mayhem Mania. Uh, we got we got to come back. We got to come back today. So this is gonna get fun. So we'll be back right after this. The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups. Just pro wrestling news. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. It is Mayhem Mania time. Time where feelings get hurt and... uh... And the, sometimes the rules don't matter, especially if you have a wire transfer available. Uh, but with us, the uh, slightly richer um, provider of presider over Mayhem Mania. I don't know. Something like that. Chad the Shad is with us. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> How you doing, Chad? I'm doing okay. Did you Not see, too bad. Did you see I dug up an old clip this week for you? Uh, I did. I yeah. did. Yeah. Very... Very nice. Uh, I remember that day fondly. Uh, I love Madison Square Garden. It's a nice place. I, I was, I'm sorry. Uh, Beastman uh, t- apparently was in front of Madison Square Garden and took a picture in front of it. And I said, this is what you had to look forward to. And it was when Chad was uh, mistaken for Edge after the Royal Rumble in, uh, what was that, 2007, 9, something like that? But no, it was like 2008, I think. 2008. It was 14 years ago we did that. Mm-hmm. My God. And then yep, I, like, and people were like high fiving you and hugging you on the street in New York I got City. A, I got a I got a picture with a whole Asian family, like yes. fourteen of them. Yes, <laughs> fourteen of them. <laughs> I am just on their mantle. Yes, and, yes. and then remember they that are. I lifted you on our shoulders. Yes, that was great. I thought I had footage of lifting you up on the shoulders, but that is definitely uh, marked in my mind. So, oh, it's somewhere. You yes. do have footage of the the biker guy, like. <laughs> we were chanting edge and he just like came up like oh hey buddy hey oh yeah great every yes. new york new york was very very pro edge that night yes, which surprised me because it was edge versus mysterio for the title and new york did not like mysterio no, and i was no. not prepared for no. them to be against mysterio yes yes very interesting yes um, and then cena came out in the rumble and they hated cena <laughs> it was that era wasn't it mm-hmm. so it was but tell us mayhem mania what are we doing tonight and who we have on the horn well we're doing mayhem mania tonight yes we are yes, for the I first timers yes. i can i can go through the whole thing so this is mayhem mania it's not just the ultimate fantasy booking challenge it's also a competitive 
thought experiment. Uh, the object of Mayhem Mania is to craft the best WrestleMania card possible within the boundaries of our current reality. That means anyone WWE can book in a match is available to our players. Yes. But this year there's a twist. Mayhem Mania 2022 is a two-night event. Night one will be the night for a traditional Mayhem Mania card featuring WWE-related matches. But on night two, we open the forbidden door, and we make it possible for our players to create matches with anyone outside of the WWE. So every week, we invite players to make a change to one of the matches on our card. They can A, kill a match entirely and create a new one with other individuals. B, swap out an individual or a team in a match for another individual or team. Uh, C, swap out an individual or team in a match with an individual or team that's already in another match on the card. Or D, they can add an individual or team to an existing match. Not everyone is currently eligible to be used in Mayhem Mania, though. Some are being held in a place we lovingly refer to as Space Jail. They cannot be used at all in the card currently if they are sitting inside Space Jail. But once they escape Space Jail, they cannot go back in. And the current inmates are Jesse McKay, Sonny Kiss, Lucha Brother Ray, Ray Phoenix, Commander Sterling, Ziggy Heim, Avery Good, Ultra Mantis Black, Will Ospreay, and that is all because Chris Jericho was released last week. Mm -hmm. So I will give the card currently. This is a, this is very lengthy, and so we apologize, but it is necessary. Night one WWE card is. Ronda Rousey versus Miko Satamora, made by Mad Mike. Corey Graves versus Elias, made by Sorgatron. Beth Phoenix versus Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez, made by Podner. Gunthar, formerly known as Walter, versus Samoa Joe, made by Alex Cars. Ziggler versus Cesaro, made by Papa Judo. And David Arquette versus Johnny Knoxville, made by The Riz. I forgot about that one. Oh, look at that graphic. <laughs> that graphic. Look at that. Right. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Now, now we go to the Forbidden Door wall. card. We have Nick Gage versus Wardlow. We have the Gorillas of Destiny versus... The Pretty Boy Killers. We have AJ Lee and CM Punk versus Britt Baker and Adam Cole. We have The Fiend versus Joker Sting. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mad Mike made the Nick Gage Wardlow. Sorg made Gorillas of Destiny versus Pretty Boy Killers. Hall of Fame uh, DJ Lunchbox made AJ Lee Punk versus Baker Cole. Ronnie Starks made The Fiend versus Joker Sting. Sorg has made Bussy, the team of Effie and Catch, versus Rosa and what's that, Brian Cage. Yes. Stevie LaBelle made 
Allen or by Darby. Way, by the way, an update that's Papa Cage this week after his rap battle with uh, claimed on Saturday. Oh, Papa Cage. Yes. How swell. I thought that match was taken out. No. Okay. No, Matt, the, did, Matt uh, didn't put on the on the uh, the big. The, I believe, according to my notes, the big match was taken out last week. Wait, which one? Oh, the, Sorg. Wait, this the, one? Uh, no, that. No, no, no. The uh, big, um, the one with all the death match wrestlers. Oh, with Nick Gage stuff. I think I showed that graphic by accident. Oh, okay. ago. Yes, you did. Yes. Uh, Stevie LeBell made Darby versus Jeff Hardy versus Lee Moriarty. Oh, yeah, that one there. And of course, our friend Beastman made this huge match. <laughs> the zombie from ECW dressed as Rick Rude, Ricky Morton, Soul Taker, Lord Zoltan, Dink, Hornswoggle, Sunny93, and the Executioner. I think he's Very wrestled. Ha- I, I think I think Beastman wrestled half of these people. Well, everybody seems to like it because it has not moved off the card. No, because I think we're all trying to understand it. I wanted to see the yeah. graphic first. I might kill it. Now that we've seen the graphic, how do we feel about this? <laughs> I think we should just now, that, now that Matt's made the graphic. Wait, who's the I... guy? Who's the guy in the mask again? Soul Taker? No, no, no that's the, other the executioner. Mask. Oh, the executioner. That, that's, that's the, the executioner? guy. That's the guy who helped bury the Undertaker. Oh, wow! I wasn't watching that. Okay, I, that was, just, I believe wow. that was that was Survivor Series nineteen ninety six. Oh yeah, I was I was I far think. gone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's rough. That I is, think that was Survivor Series '96. I'm, I'm just gonna... glad Lord Zoltan made a graphic. <laughs> right, Lord Zoltan, and with the Soul Taker, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Sorg, who do we have on tap this evening to play our wonderful game? Well, we have our crew, of course. Uh, we have Ronnie Starks, aka Steve. We have Steve. Mad Mike. We have myself. We have Ronnie Nicole, of course. And on the line also, Tina Keys is with us from Seattle because she has been very vocal about her disapproval of how this has been going this year. Right, Tina? Yes, I have. It's time to clean up some messes in the card. <laughs> Excellent. There you, there you go. So we'll have you. Um, I don't know. Should we have her back clean up on the list so so she can? Well, I'm last. Because oh, you I are last. So I, got, I, got, I, got, I don't know. It's up to Chad, but... Um, so the order the order today will be Ronnie Starks, Steve, Sorg, Ronnie Nicole, Tina, Mad Mike. Okay. Mr. Starks, you right. are first. Excellent. Well, I'm gonna in the words of Carl the Llama in Hats, what? I'm gonna finish what I started. Carl Finish what you started, Carl. That kills people. In the uh, in the Bray Wyatt and uh, who the fuck did I add to that match? Joker Sting. Joker Sting. We're gonna add Mr. Danhausen for a triple threat match. Mm. Add Danhausen. And this is the second time someone has altered their own match. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> yes. I am a shit. All right. Adding Danhausen to the Fiend versus Joker Sting. I finished what I started. The move has been made. The Podfather Sorgatron, you are up next. I mean, the first thing I want to do that I know I can't 
I think reasonably get to is is just make Lord Zoltan versus Soul Taker, but we'll just leave that alone for now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like it'd be fun. What am I looking at here? So we got a Darby, Jeff Hardy, Lee. I should really just. Where's my clock at? Too. I don't have a clock. clock I don't think I have a clock. clock I had to reset the entire um, show from scratch today, so I didn't put all the elements back in. Um, That's okay. Oh, I'm still really happy with my pre-boy killers. And uh, hey, you know who's missing? That's been making some news this week. Who's that? Switchblade. Cody Rhodes. No. It's only smoke and mirrors, baby. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I do want like broken mirror Cody to come back. Uh really bad. With the mustache. So, yes, with the, with, the, with the mustache and the mirror and the and the broken. I want that blonde hair that's, that's, and a brunette mustache. Jeez. What I want? Who did I just say need to be in there? Switchblade. Switchblade. Oh my god! In a perfect world, I cross this over and throw uh, Jay White and uh, Jay White versus Nakamura because. I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's only inevitable he's not. He's going to be released. But um, at this rate, but you can't. Ah, uh, no, I can't. I can't. What is in the realm? I don't hate a lot here. Well, start hating. Start. Yeah, seriously. Start or start, start feelings. Stick to the script that you like to write and start altering your own matches. <laughs> Besides, own what, matches. whatever you do, I mean, just get do taken I just away. add Nakamura to Elias and uh, and, and Corey? Is that what happens here? Not from Pittsburgh, <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be altering uh, your own match again. <laughs> you know, I mean, reasons. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Beast Man. I'm going to give. Uh, hmm. Oh, hmm. Remember, you're going to have to hear about this on Sunday. I'm, I am going to have to hear about this on Sunday. Uh, Victory Championship Wrestling, by the way, this uh, this Sunday in uh, McMurtrin. In the lawless streets of West Virginia. In deepest, darkest West Virginia, I understand. So, Free steak. No, not McMitch's. Yes, no. Free steak for somebody. Yes. win free steak from the Outback Steakhouse for a year. You like steak. We like steak. You want free steak. Don't like Jeff Hardy in this match. Jeff Harvey? Yeah, that's because that match was perfect until someone fucked it up last week. I want to swap out Jeff Hardy for Switchblade. <sighs> that's what's happening. That would be a okay. lot that's better happening. Match. That'd be so, so you are not hating, not, not hating Jeff, but uh, it's not the Hardy. spot for him. It's not. I'm not clamoring for Lee versus Jeff. That match just seemed a little broken until you fixed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Switchblade. <laughs> I see what you did there, Ronnie. Could say it's been classified right. as obsolete. So it's Darby, <laughs> Jay White, and Lee Moriarty. Yes. All right. I saw a lot of Switchblade last week. So yeah. <laughs> next up in our wonderful game is our guest Ronnie Nicole. Yes. Um, Beastman was the one who did those Zoltan match, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm scrapping that whole thing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Ah, yes. Out. Alrighty. So here's what we're going to do. We're going international with it. Yes. Uh, we're going to go with the team of My Boo, Naomichi Mirafuji, okay, 
and Ishimori versus Minoru Suzuki <laughs> and Mm. Tajiri. Nice. Oh, yes. Oh. All right. Say that again oh. to make sure I got everything because there's there's a lot of names to pronounce. Yes. Yes. So you got Marifuji Ishimori versus Tajiri and Minoru Suzuki. All right. Don't, don't worry, Matt will figure out what those names are. He's he's really good with he's really he's good really good at, with the Japanese names right now. At those names, almost uncanny. Yes, I mean he he's been. You should hear his outtakes when he's been ch- saying the New Japan lines in the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. It's I'm sure they're. He's good. gotten really good at it by now after a year and a half almost. I like that match. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> well done. I expect not. This is this is a perfect. Like like we knew it was not going to be an all star match from Ronnie Nicole. Right, <laughs> right. Who were we kidding? So now we're going to head out to the West Coast, and our very good friend of the show, Tina, is here to teach some people some lessons in manners. <laughs> I guess, um, or at least break their feelings. Hurt their feelings, little blood. Mm. Doesn't hurt anybody. Okay? All right. So I'm taking a look at this card and I feel as though something is missing. So we're going to go ahead and go to night two. The forbidden door night. Um. <laughs> Love it. I know. I know that sound. Tina's different in my match. Mm. <laughs> Let's get rid of the mixed tag. AJ oh. Bailey versus Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Okay. Okay. Let's do the American Dragon Brian Danielson. Okay. Versus mm-hmm. Josh Alexander. Ah. Versus I'm sold. Josh I'm sold. Alexander. If you can get back in the States. The I was going to say, we'd have to have the show in Canada. Yes. Oh, Mayhem Mania can get him a working visa. (laughs) Please. All righty. So that brings us to Mad Mike, who will be going last because the Alex Cars rule was in effect, meaning he made a match last week that was altered before the round was over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He gets to go on last this week. All right, uh, Chad. Chad. Yes, that's me. We, we, we've, we've been doing Mayhem Mania for about a month and a half now. Um, yes. Feels like years. And and I'll be honest, I've been too nice. Oh. Oh. I've been too nice. So have I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's and, 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 and I've been getting fucked over every week, basically, on Mayhem Mania. So, um, Alex Cars, yeah, your match is gone. Uh, Riz, your match is gone too because I'm swapping Johnny Knoxville and Samoa Joe. <laughs> Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so uh, swapping. So, so uh, I, I'll, I'll say what matches I've just created 
Walter versus Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> and David Arquette versus Samoa Joe. Yes, I don't. I don't hate the situation. All right, so, I, yeah, Samoa, I don't hate the yeah. situation. Yep. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and welcome to Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the the human defibrillator. Exactly. That's what they'll call it. And plus. Wouldn't you give anything to see Walter chop Lee Man? I know I would. He would turn him into ooze. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Like, I'm not even sure if Walter's hand can cover can like fit in Wee Man's chest. This is true. I'm not even sure if that's possible. Mm-hmm. All right, so that completes our round. Now would you like to hear what I have planned for our game of Mayhem Mania? Does, does it involve a wheel? No, it does not. Oh, uh, we're not we're not spinning. No, no. But look at look at how sad you made Sorg. This is my favorite part of the show. I mean, he can spin it if he'd like, but but with a spin without purpose is no spin at all. I know, I know. Don't worry, there'll be plenty of times to spin the wheel. To potentially release somebody from space jail because there's going to be some people going into space jail. Now, I know everybody has their Royal Rumble uh, picks and stuff that went in. We are going to get those to you. They will be eligible. They'll actually be bumped up a little bit in value and they will go into effect into you next week. That is when they will be eligible to be used and you will want to use them. They will have extra gravitas attached to them. So there is a method to the madness. We apologize for being a little late on those, but that's just how it is. So now this is what we're going to do for this elimination chamber. Each night of Mayhem Mania has at least six matches. Night one will be represented by the men's WWE Elimination Chamber match. The Forbidden Door will have six matches that will be represented by the women's Elimination Chamber match. Each match will be assigned a random number. I have a list here. They'll get a draft order. It's basically a random draft order. We will not pick the numbers. Therefore, you know, whoever... During that match, whoever is the uh, – you'll be represented like match one will be whoever enters the uh, elimination chamber first. Match two is whoever's in there second. Match three is whoever's in there third. The first match or wrestler that is eliminated from the elimination chamber, those wrestlers will go to space jail. Huh. Oh, whoa. Yes. Wait, what? I am assigning a match to each wrestler. Mm-hmm. It will be yeah. random. Whoever is eliminated first, wow. that match will go to space jail. So you're both. saying, hypoth- hey, let's see if I understand this. Hypothetically, you're going to, so you go through, um, let's say, uh, Ziggler, will- let's say Ziggler and Cesaro are, 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 are number two. So, and the yes. second person in that elimination chamber is the first person 
eliminated. Yeah, I mean, that two means, people start, so it'll be whoever comes right. out first. Right, will be so. The, one, the, so the, whoever's two. the number two. So that would mean Dolph Ziggler and Cesaro, as the match represented by that number, will go to Space Jam. If they were to lose first, if yes. they were to lose, if they're first. the first. Yes, match person eliminated from the chamber. They will go to Space Jam. Okay. And gotcha. that goes for the Forbidden Door evening in the women's chamber match as well. So now so, the final two survivors in the chamber, those matches will auto graduate. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. How does everybody enjoy that little? Such just really screwed over Riz and Cars. Then <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so. Uh, let me see here, uh, how we got six matches on night one. We'll do this right now. Uh, let's see. Let's go. Uh, we can randomize it. Sora, you want to pick, just, uh, pick a match to be a, I will let you. I want to pick the Pittsburgh one, Elias and Corey. Okay. That's a, which one do you just go a, B, a through F. Just go ahead and give me. Let's go ladies, ladies four way. Okay, that's B. Okay, let's go Dolphin Cesaro. Dolphin Cesaro is C. Ronda and Sadamora. Wait, what? Ronda, Ronda, Ronda and Mako. Oh, yes, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. D. And I don't have any more graphics. Oh, uh, uh, we then, have... Uh, then, uh, we have uh, Gunther... The Knox- David Arquette versus Samoa Joe yes. and Walter versus Johnny Knox. Yeah, do the one in Knoxville first and Arquette next. Okay, so Knoxville and Joe is E. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna have to do some Steiner math to see what my percentage is for graduating and a match. Arquette <laughs> and Gunther are F. Right. So I have a nice little. Uh, I don't know if you can see that. It's a little hard to see. It's a number. It's a. Uh, it's a random draft number. order. Okay. okay. I will hit submit. Pick one. Is E. Joe Knoxville. They are first. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Okay. They will be yeah, they will be the entry one. Okay. Entry two is the fatal four way. Okay. For the women. Uh three is Graves and Elias. Four is Rousey and Sadamora. Five is Gunther and Arquette. And six is Ziggler Cesaro. All right. So we'll tell may, you may your favorite be Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can offer you there. And and whoever is runner up to him to get your matches to graduate. So may you not be whoever is eliminated first. I, I like this this concept. Let's put a pin in this for night two, and they can check that out on Talking uh, uh, Mayhem Mania later this week. Yep. And find out Sounds what that good. order is. All right. You've got a taste of it, and part two will be in talking mayhem. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's get into uh what we learned in wrestling tonight and close up the show here. Who wants to go first? What'd you learn in wrestling this week? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I learned that uh it may not be as popular in WWE as maybe Triple H would want it to be or anybody else, but uh that tag match between the Guer- the Guerreros on Monday night um, was phenomenal. 
It was great tag team wrestling. I don't know who the agent was for uh, that match and and whatnot, but it was it was solid. It was good. The crowd was hot. It went long. I mean, it's everything you would want out of a out of a tag team match. I liked it. Like it. I like it. And that's hard to that's hard to come across nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I was watching like, man, the crowd is into this. And they had good spots. It's a good match. Ronnie Starks, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? You were up and close personal with it again. Yeah, it's with uh, me. Yes. <laughs> that was a good time. Uh let's see here. Cody Rhodes believes his own hype. Mm. <laughs> okay. I learned in wrestling this week. Ronnie Nicole, what'd you learn in wrestling this week? Or longer since your first time here? Um I guess that the fucking adage card subject to change is never going to change. <laughs> All right. Uh Mad Mike. Uh well I watched um St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Okay. Yesterday. Okay. And I watched Halftime Heat today. Oh. Yeah, and I learned God the McMahons are terrible on commentary. <laughs> just just across the board. Mm-hmm. But I I, I St. Valentine's Day Massacre is a weird show. Mm-hmm. Such a weird show because it's a one match show and one match like the crowd didn't even see because Al Snow and Bob Holly fought into the river. It's just, just a weird, weird show. And halftime heat still holds up, though. Good. Yeah. And Theorina matches. Mm-hmm. There's been a few tries at them. <laughs> <laughs> I filmed some of them. So Ronnie, you did one of them. <laughs> so, um, which Ronnie? The, the, uh, the, the Ronnie Nicole. Cause I don't think oh, you got those tapings. <laughs> that was, at a I was movie. Say, that was at a movie studio too. So, I think, oh, that place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they've been filming a league of their own there. So, um, so uh, we know somebody that was uh, actually where we filmed Flight Underground uh, was where his paint shop was set up for League of Their Own for uh, for builds. So, really? Yep. Yep. In that corner of that studio. He was showing me that. Remember where we did the preview interviews and that big bowls thing? I think they had yeah. just repainted it all white for a background for a setup. Like they were doing like um, store interiors and things for scenes. So, so when you watch that when it comes up on Netflix uh, sometime, I don't know this year or next, it'll be like you probably watching something that you may have filmed a segment in. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. But looking forward to that one. Um, like, although everybody that worked on it said it was a pain in the ass, but uh, so um, Tina, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Um, actually, after this past weekend, I learned how much I miss actually experiencing a live indie crowd mm-hmm. and the surprises and unexpected happenings that come along with it, and I miss it so much. And, and on a mental health note, it helps me through get through my social anxiety absolutely absolutely what was the show for people that didn't see your, your post um so i went to defy wrestling um mm-hmm. out here in seattle they had their fifth year anniversary had a great card top to bottom the main event was nick wayne 
um, son of um, Pacific Northwest, um, big person out here, Betty Wayne. Um, he took on our um, champion, the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Um, it was great to see you had unexpected prizes at, surprises at the end. Um, Darby Allen coming out, offering Nick Wayne a uh, AEW contract, as well as um, uh, Shane Strickland, Swerve, also making an appearance as well. And it's going to be Nick Wayne versus um, Swerve at our next show here uh, on the 26th next Saturday. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and uh, I learned... I learned, um, man, sometimes I hate wrestling fans. Um, it only <laughs> takes one or two bad apples. I think people have heard about uh, what, some stuff that happened with the uh, Athena and uh, Thunder Rose match on Saturday night. Um, I know I heard one comment that, that kind of stopped everybody. I, when bad shit happens in the crowd, I am at least heartened by the idea that like the entire crowd then yells, throw him out. So, like... Again, it's a couple bad apples, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, being like, I mean, that was a, I mean, it was, you know, Ember Moon Athena's first match back um, out of WWE. Um, and it was a pretty big night and, you know, emotional at the end of it as well. Um, so it just sad that that's the story that came out of it. I know I was talking with somebody that's doing a story on it today. Um, so, and I mean, that's the story. Unfortunately, that's the news. That's the story. That's what they have to cover um is 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 that angle of it but um but yeah so i mean just you know i I have a feeling most that listen to this show are of a different mindset and and are not those but please just wrestling fans be better be respectful to the talent and and i will say if you are not of a different mindset you approve of the comments that were said i don't even know what the comments were i can guess but if you approve of the comments that were said at that show stop fucking listening to us Mm mm-hmm yeah, you Please, can, you can find. We don't, we don't, we don't need your ears. No, you can, you can move on. Um. So and and thank you, and also thank you to Bradley for um doing some behavior correction in the YouTube chat tonight. Um, because I did see that because some people were saying somebody was saying some uh, uh disrespectful things to our guest. Um and uh, and 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 him and somebody else stepped up in there, so I appreciate that. So again, that is the community that we are here around wrestling to have fun around wrestling to to love wrestling and love this as ronnie i've I've been loving the way you've been saying this wonderful beautiful art form of wrestling on your shows that you've been recording with us this beautiful brutal art beautiful brutal art my god that needs to be a t-shirt yeah because that's what it is you know and to piggyback off what you said about i i respect mel thunderosa so much um but i also would would really encourage people yes we're performers but think about what you would want said to you Mm -hmm. you know because being a performer is a level of vulnerability and i i would encourage everyone just like you said you know if you aren't if that pricks you and makes you feel uncomfortable that someone's asking you to be kind to think about what you say to actually intake this beautiful brutal art and not participate in a negative way then maybe this isn't the space for you because times are changing when it comes to wrestling and no one a performer a fan a referee concession stand worker everyone makes the show everyone deserves to feel safe and respected 
And I appreciate, you know, you guys for creating that space here on your platform and extending that out. And I hope that everyone watching will take that with them to whatever shows that they go to, you know, because it's rough out here and wrestling for some of us is our escape and, and where we show our hearts and, and just remember that you would want your heart to be treated with love and kindness when you, when you participate in what we're doing. That's a beautiful way to end the show here. Again, Sunday sessions every Sunday at 8 p.m. for the rest of February. Check out all the episodes of On the Band podcast form, video form across multiple platforms with IndieWrestling.us and I believe on your YouTube channel as well, right? So, Yes. And, uh, and where can people find you uh, on social media? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Ronnie underscore Nicole underscore Joshi Queen. You can find me on TikTok at Acquisition Assassin. I just got on TikTok. I'm an elder millennial. Bear with me. There's too many <laughs> platforms. I can't all the time. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Glitterlicious. Please like my Facebook page, Ronnie Nicole slash Big Bang Nicole. And you can find Sunday sessions as well as some of my matches. And upcoming soon, Storytime with Ronnie Nicole will be returning on my YouTube channel. Just search Ronnie Nicole. And thank you guys so much, seriously, for having me. And a huge thank you to Sorg, who I've known for a number of years through wrestling, and I can say is one of those people that you don't always run into great people within the entertainment business, but he and his partner and his team are all jewels and one-of-a-kind people, so please make sure you're liking and following and supporting all of their endeavors as well. And again, thank you guys, because it's always love and appreciated when you have me, so thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it was good to get through a project without you yelling at me uh, for the most part tonight. Uh, so, cause I know our, our listeners of the show are very aware of those incidents. <laughs> so. Sorg, I'm glad that you've cleaned up your act mm-hmm. and no longer are running a sword spiracy. Yes. Yes. My sword spiracies. Yes. You know, I appreciate <laughs> that you have reined it in and that you are now on board with me. Yes. I remember when you were on the dark side, you know, but I'm glad that we are now back together. And one day I will give you a tiny chain mail uh, to wear it. <laughs> on my <laughs> on my finger? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know your sizes, man. Okay, just be grateful for some chain mail. You know what? We're, we're back to where we were. All right. Now we're back. All right. Because okay? right. now you're unappreciative. Now I'm upset again. So now we're back in the doghouse. Welcome all, to Outdoors. It all falls apart in the last minute of the podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, uh, other Ronnie. Mad Mike, Shad the Shad, and everybody else in the Mayhem Nation. Um, we'll see you guys next time. I don't know what video is playing right now. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. The show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.